podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League game week 24, I think it is this time around, as the double game weeks and blanks have taken shape a little bit a little bit more. It's a bit, a bit of a better shape this week, but we're going to get some more information during the week. We'll we'll touch on that as well. Um, it's general orders time, uh, aka Mark, um, the mate, the FPL general. Um, you're going to be revealing your thoughts and plans for the upcoming game week. My name is Joe. Mark, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Uh, real life wise, I'm good. FPL wise, not so good. No. It hasn't been a hasn't been a great game week so far, which we'll touch on, but. Uh, as long as everyone's good in real life, that's that's all that really matters. Indeed, indeed. I'm very similar. I've got a very similar team set up with you, of which Garnacho is both first sub of both of us. And talking before on air that I'll be I'll be travelling down to Brentford tonight, <laughs> trying to start a fight with him <laughs> with Phil Foden. That is so that Garnacho can come into my squad. Um, but yeah, it's a ridiculous week. I mean, it's just been a ridiculous week where there's been so many high scorers. I mean, Kuna, for example, getting a hat-trick. Garnacho sitting on our benches with a brace. Um, it, it's you can, you can end up on the bad side of that, as we have, <laughs> benching all those great points. And you can end up on the good side of it as well. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a tough week. And it, so a lot of people are going to have a... a it's gonna, they're going to struggle a bit, sort of mental health-wise, with their week so far. But we've still got Man City to go. We're recording this before Man City. You've got quite a few Man City to go. Yeah, most importantly, Captain Haaland to go. Mm. So it's always, uh, you live in hope throughout a bad FPL game week when you still have your captain in the last game. So Haaland and Foden. So it's uh, it's a very interesting Monday night fixture because it could it could be big swings. You know, a lot of people like myself will have that double up. Other people have De Bruyne, who's very highly owned now. Mm. People who held on to Julian Alvarez. And then you've got, obviously, Ivan Tony, Manchester City yeah. defenders who are, you know, have a decent amount of owners as well. So it's... Um, it's going to be a long Monday because the game week's already bad. Mm. It could turn out absolutely fine or it could be disastrous. Yeah. So um, I just need that Manchester City game to play out to just know where we are going into game week 24. Because ha- Haaland is 100% effective ownership, which means uh, a lot of his owners have captured him, but a lot haven't. Um, so that means it, for you, yourself and myself, we've both got Haaland captaincy. Um, we get... We get um, we get all of those points. Not the, all of the captaincy points. We will have his, if it was a singular game week, we would get all of those points off him. So we do need um, Haaland to bang. I've got KDB as well, as well as Foden. So I've got a hell of a lot riding on tonight. So I, w- I would imagine that Man City have been given a guilt-edged opportunity because of Liverpool being beaten by Arsenal. And that possibly doesn't open the door for Arsenal to win it. It opens the door for Man City to catch Liverpool and overtake them. Um, so I think, I mean, I, I don't know how much you think that's going to prey on Man City's mind. They're probably just going to want to win anyway, but um, they could narrow the gap here. Yeah, I was just having, I don't look at the Premier League table too often, but I had a look this morning. I think two games in hand for City if they win both, they're top of the table. So obviously a big in- incentive. Um, they can push on and, and take top spot in the very near future. So yeah, someone who captain Haaland and has Foden, I'm hopeful that that will, will make a difference. But it's it's just Manchester City at the end of the day. You expect them to go out, perform well, dominate the game. It's just a matter of how many goals they get. You know, I did probably fancy Brentford to get one mm, in that one, yeah. probably Mr. Tony himself. Yeah. But um, again, hopeful because I don't have Manchester City defender, so I'm hoping that gets wiped out at some point. But yeah, looking forward to the game. Yeah, uh, but it will be uh, will be a nervous watch. Definitely. I I had a dream last night. I woke up. <laughs> 
about two in the morning. But uh, my, literally in my dream, KDB scored four goals. <laughs> I mean, that that's the you first... Sure you F- just weren't- you sure you just weren't re-watching the Wolves game from a few years? <laughs> I think, I, think I was having a Wolves-themed dream. That's the first time I dre- I've dreamt about FPL. I know some, that happens to a lot of people. I think you've mentioned it on your podcast before, where you've, you've, you've woke up and dreamt that your captain scored. Um, but that's the first one I've had for a while. I'm very surprised to hear that that's your first one, because... Uh... Hardcore FPL managers, I think it's uh, when you it's like anything in life. If you spend a lot of time on it during the day, especially mm. I find if I'm looking at FPL before just before bedtime or yeah. you're scrolling on the phone in bed, which you shouldn't be doing. Uh, yeah, very often I have I have dreams and it's usually it's usually kind of outcomes. It's mm. it's it's this player scored or this player yeah. blanks or it's usually a, it's a it's not a dream. It's usually a nightmare. It's usually the, <laughs> the non-owned player yeah. goes big. Um, so I'm surprised I didn't have a Kevin De Bruyne nightmare last night while you were having dreams about him. Yeah, yeah, I'd, uh, yeah, I had a nightmare that I benched Garnacho, <laughs> woke up, and sadly it was true. Um, okay, we did have some news over the weekend. Uh, we already know that Man City uh, play Brentford, um, and Brentford both have a double game week, game week 25. The much mooted double game week for Liverpool and Luton, um, transpired, and that will now take place. Um, so it's probably a good chance to have a look at the season ticket here, um, which should should be updated. There we go. So it's been updated with Game Week 25. So I've got Game Week 24 through to Game Week 30. I've sorted it by difficulties. That puts Brentford top, um, but they do have good fixtures and they also have that double game week. Aston Villa, Crystal Palace, Man City with that double game week and good fixtures around. Chelsea, Everton, Tottenham, uh, Brighton, um, and Burnley amongst those with less favourable fixtures. But it, it is intriguing that we now have that Liverpool-Luton game. So myself, I'm Liverpoolless, so I'm going to be focusing my transfers on Liverpool. I have two tree transfers as well next week. So I'll, with Liverpool playing Burnley, that's a good opportunity for me. Um, others might think, well, this could be an opportunity to get a Luton differential as well. Um, but obviously uh, cementing that Liverpool place. But then game week 26... We got problems because Liverpool don't play, Luton don't play, um, Tottenham don't play, Chelsea don't play, and we've got the likes of say Porro, Richarlison. Um, um, I mean, in my case, Alfie Doughty. <laughs> we've got all these players that are doubling, and the Liverpool players as well. So, I mean, that's probably when you look at the season ticket. Is that probably your first thought at the moment? What you're doing with your transfers? How you're going to navigate twenty five and twenty six? Yeah, uh, YouTube viewers, I'm holding up a little notepad. I was doing some scribbling <laughs> this morning, so I'm I'm very much old school. Yep. Um, so I was basically just looking at, give me 25, give me 26. How do I navigate it? Mm. So on the on the fixture ticker, you know, Brentford are the top there, but I think there's a very good chance I'll end up with zero Brentford mm. players. Ivan Tony's the one I would like to own, but when you own Haaland, when Darwin's an option for 25. When Solanke's a good long-term hold, it might just be reluctantly going without the Brentford man and, and hopefully he doesn't do too much. Mm-hmm. So I'm currently on two City players and one <laughs> Liverpool. So I've got Trent, Foden and Haaland and I've got two free transfers. Mm-hmm. And I do think I'm just going to play aggressively, attack 25, yep. get as many City Liverpool players as I can, possibly even three from each by the time I get there. Mm-hmm. Yes, give me 26 will be a little bit tricky, but I don't have Richarlison, which makes it a little bit easier. 
Um, I was having a look, even just using free transfers, mm -hmm. if I don't pick up any injuries or suspensions in the meantime, I can get to 10 players, mm -hmm. which sounds absolutely fine. Now, realistically, that might be eight or nine by the time we get there with, you know, things will happen, things will go wrong. But I'm quite open to a minus four or a minus eight mm -hmm. in the blank game week anyway to get up to 10 or 11 picks. So the priority is is very simple. Um, it's probably focus on Liverpool more so this week because of the Burnley fixture. Uh, but we'll talk about my team later. I've got an stupid issue that I might want to improve on. And when I've got a Liverpool defender already, I might look towards a Manchester City defender for that spot. Mm -hmm. um, and I've got also Jared Bowen, who's been very, very disappointing. So, first of all, ridiculous that the double game week was announced at 9am on a Saturday morning. That wasn't ideal. A lot of people you know, who sleep through the deadlines in different time zones didn't get that. So Premier League, you know, sort it out for next time, mm -hmm. please get it to us on Friday. But what it did, it put me in a position. I had two frees at the weekend just gone by as well. I was always going to get Haaland back for Alvarez. I was quite tempted then to do Bowen to Jota. Mm -hmm. um, I was on the fence and I just came to the conclusion that Bowen versus Jota to me was quite a close call for Gimme 23. Mm -hmm. And I was quite happy just for another week of information and then most likely make that move for this week. So yeah. I think Bowen to Jota, for those who have Bowen and don't have the Liverpool man, will be a very popular move this week. I mean, for for me and other people might be in this position as well, um, I the only realistic way I can get to Jota or Salah, if he's back, um, is Saka. Saka has to go. Um, and but that's a tricky one away to West Ham. Um, Saka could do as much damage as Jota could do, um, in game week 24. Um, so it's quite it's a bit more tricky, but I think I think you're right. If you've got Bowen, I think that's probably an easy move to make. Um, Jota on paper better, but what would you what would your advice be to those like me and others as well who've got a player? that they're much more reluctant to get rid of. In my case, Saka could be anyone. could be Richarlison for some. If they have only route to getting a, a Liverpool midfielder is to remove a good player, what's your advice? Yeah, I'm looking at uh, Arsenal on the ticker. West Ham next, that's good. I think West Ham have been really poor recently. I've been watching them closely as a Bowen yep. owner and I, and I can't wait to sell them. Then Forrest, which is which is pretty decent. But then a blank, um, sorry, not, not Forrest, Burnley. Burnley, give me yeah. 25. And then Newcastle, after that mm -hmm. as well so it's a tricky one Saka has been you know he's rewarded those who've been faithful mm -hmm. to him but that doesn't mean he's a must keep now mm -hmm. and, and I feel like if I was on it in a position where if Saka was my only route to a double game weaker I'd probably be keeping Saka yeah. 24 25 or, or 24 certainly and then maybe you lose him for a double game weaker in 25 yeah um yeah, but again, it's 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 a tricky one because he's he's a good long term hold as well. Yes, he is. I mean, a Saka away to Burnley could do as much damage as Jota uh, away to Brentford and at home to Luton, in which he may or may not get limited minutes in that Luton game because it's just before the cup final. Um, and then there's a transfer gone for a player you might get the same for. You might not get much difference in Saka could actually be better. And then of course Saka's what Saka has got going for him, and you could apply this to a whole number of midfielders that you don't want to get rid of he's got he actually plays in 26 yes it's at Newcastle but it's a home against Newcastle Newcastle's defense I mean Newcastle's defense at home now uh Luton put them to the sword at the weekend um so it is it's really tricky to navigate because whatever you invest in in 25 is going to present problems in 26 along the way um 
we did this when we did this video last week. We, t- we were touched upon this sort of scenario, and someone in the live chat, and I can and I, I can't remember who it was. Um, sorry, in the um, comments, were uh, they put a really good idea? They said, "Had had you considered um, a goalkeeper to Allison, to Bravka to Allison?" And I and I th- and I thought about it. I thought, oh, "Okay, I'll look into that." And the more I've thought about it, the more it's a really useful way of navigating these fixtures. Because as long as you've got a goalkeeper that plays in 26, you can play Allison for the double. And we know what goalkeepers can do in a double game week. They're racking up those save points, could get um, at least one clean sheet. And Alexander-Arnold getting 58 minutes at the weekends. I know he's coming back from injury, but he's not, he's not coming back from like a Haaland injury or De Bruyne injury. He's just coming back from a couple of weeks out. I, it just makes me think, Maybe Alisson as well as Alexander-Arnold or, or even Alisson instead of Alexander-Arnold. What, what do you think about Alisson as a way of unlocking this 25-26 conundrum? Certainly a viable route. Uh, I've seen a few people mention it. Mm. Um, you know, especially if it's this week as well because you get the Burnley yeah. fixture for Alisson. He's got Forrest in 27 as well. So you're, you're not just getting him for, yeah. for the double. Um, but I, th- I definitely think it's the Trent's worries or concerns that are kind of driving these Allison mm. thoughts. I, I'm sitting on Trent. I've had him, I mm. think, since the wild card and gave me 20. So I think if you're on Trent, you have to write it out and hope for the best yeah. because there's fixtures, there's a double, mm-hmm. it's Trent. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't you don't go moving him around at the moment. Mm. Um but it's certainly concerning also when Connor Bradley was, you know, so impressive in recent performances as well. But I, I do I'm gonna back Trent to get significant minutes. So Obviously, I just I've made made my bed with him, and I'll be staying there. Okay. The Allison one for me, I don't think I'll be doubling up with Trent because I prefer the attackers. I like Jota a lot. Yeah. I like Darwin a lot, even mm-hmm. though he's been frustrating for other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might take my first ride on the Darwin roller coaster for for a double game week. So Allison definitely worth considering because mm-hmm. I mean, if it gives you if it gives you an extra helps you get an extra player out in in 26 it's certainly worth thinking about you know your, yeah. your other goalkeeper then yeah because i mean for example i don't have alexander arnold so for me it's decision but it, it's it's kind of annoying you have to make these decisions sort of coming up soon and but yes it um not only the 25 26 issue of a player you get in might then blank 26 we've all got the likes of poro palmer richarlison these types of players and they blank 26 so it is it is tricky to do um it's tricky to sort of marry those up and get get the right sort of balance and that was what hurt hurting my head at the weekend and i think i think i posted something about on social media and the general consensus was that everyone's head hurt (laughs) from trying to do that um and even getting the getting the pen and paper out this morning it it felt good Mm. Uh, i felt you know clarity on Mm. you know i like a manchester city defender jota darwin there I go, triple Liverpool, triple City. But then you sit back, you look at it, right? What if Salah's back? What if De Bruyne becomes a very attractive double game week pick? So, you know, I need to be careful because whatever moves I make now, it's probably going to block off a couple of routes. Mm. Um, especially a Man City defender would block okay. out De Bruyne. So well, I need to s- decide what to do there. Well, that's, I mean, that's, I mean, my next question is about Salah, really. So we'll know by the end of this week with a press conference. So say Klopp comes back and says Salah is ready for minutes. He's doing well in training. He'll be back soon. Um, and it looks like he's going to be on the bench or at least in the reckoning for 24 somewhere. And then 25 racks up. So we're now faced with a Salah who could potentially get significant minutes. 
for me, that's where the likes of Saka, that yeah, they can go. Because <laughs> Salah's special, as Haaland is special in FPL. But what, I mean, what, what would you do? I mean, say that scenario happens, Klopp indicates at 24, he's fine. And then 24 happens and he gets, Salah actually does get some minutes as a sub. 25 comes along. What, what do you do in that situation? Yeah, one of the reasons, one of the other reasons I didn't go Bowen to Jota mm. at the weekend was I did think to myself, what if this scenario presents itself where Salah makes a quicker than expected return, then maybe I'll want to go for Salah over Jota. Yeah. So again, two free transfers, more information is what I, I leaned upon there. And thankfully, um, Jota didn't outscore Bowen mm. uh, in the most recent game week. So yeah, all eyes will be on Klopp's comments. We'll see if we get anything um, in 24 from Salah, if he's on the bench even, because if we arrived at me 25 and there was any chance that Salah started both games, then I think my plans would change. It would either be... But then again, this is the hard part because I need to probably make the call on Bowen to Jota this week. So Bowen to Jota will probably happen regardless. Mm-hmm. But then I'll be in the same boat as you, that Saka might have to be the sacrificial yeah. lamb in 25 itself. Yeah. Uh, and if, if it if it means a fit Salah for a double game week, I won't mind losing Saka in yeah. that scenario. Yeah, definitely. That's what that's what I thought as well. Um, I wouldn't do it. There's not a lot of players I would do that for. Um, but yeah, it, it is tricky. But this season ticket does show this is the, the tricky time of the season, um, trying to get that together. Another issue as well, game week 28. It's rumoured... Um, a lot of those that um, guess uh, fixtures, that 28 is the perfect fit for the postponed Bournemouth-Luton game, which would give Luton a very desirable double game week of Crystal Palace-Bournemouth. And indeed, Bournemouth um, with a uh, fixture. So apologies to those on the looking at the screen. There's a slight, um, you can see the Bournemouth flag. Uh, I've got a, uh, a slight digits over it at the moment. But the Bournemouth flag, uh, 28, yeah, Sheffield United and Luton. So these are great double game weeks. So um, that presents the option of going for Luton players as well and Bournemouth players. So what do we do with Solanke? So I was thinking, for example, Solanke to Darwin. And now I'm thinking, no, actually, I quite like to keep Solanke. I'm probably going to want him back. Would I get rid of Alfie Doughty? No. And am I thinking about Ross Barkley now? Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, is, is that factoring into your thinking as well? Yeah, again, going back to my scribbles this morning, mm. um, part of it was Solanke to Darwin, give me 25. Yeah. You know, give me give me two, possibly two games of Darwin versus one game of Solanke. Um, and yes, Solanke is a good long-term hold, but we've got free transfer, so I don't mind losing them and just getting okay. them back. Yeah. If a double, you know, if a Bournemouth double game week does get announced, he's probably the only Bournemouth player I'd be interested in anyway. So maybe just Darwin back to Solanke yeah. at some point, okay. if it is game me 28. So I'm not going to let the possible double 28 for Solanke, you know, hold, hold me hostage to him because I do fancy Darwin for a double. So it's probably, it's probably Watkins might survive for me longer mm. term. Um, I am looking at Solanke out instead, but that's, okay. that's up for debate whenever the time comes. Yeah, uh, but- You mentioned Luton as well. Mm, yeah. Um, I've got Amari Bell, not much good to me really. He doesn't offer much. You know, he's not a not an Alfie Doughty. You know, I, I've got an astupin an issue, which I talked about. Mm. Um, a minutes concern and a difficult fixture okay. this week. So I don't want to play him okay. against Spurs. Uh, but I also don't need to sell him. What I'm looking at possibly is getting rid of Gusto instead. 
and benching okay. is stooping him. Okay. Um, so I'm, that's why I'm looking at maybe a Kyle Walker or a Nathan Ake. Okay. I could look at Alfie Doughty in that scenario, okay. but Doughty doesn't help me for 26. No. So that factor is enough to push me towards maybe a city defender instead of Alfie Doughty. But I do, I would love to own him for the double. Mm-hmm. But for my my team, it might not be the right call. No. And I, I do like Barkley as a differential as well. He's Even if you take FPL out of it, I can't get over how good he's been for Luton this season. It was a, a really good signing. Yep. Um, yeah, looking at the, that Solanke point, really good. Looking at the fixtures again, they got Newcastle in 25, um, which is you know on paper tough. And then Man City in game 26. And I think that's the clincher, really. Um, do you know, and that, that steers me more towards Tony, really. You've got three fixtures, three um, rather than two. Um, and they're good, they're, well, better fixtures. Not great. I mean, they've got Liverpool, Man City themselves, himself, but then he's got West Ham in 26. Um, and of course, I, I just feel with Tony, he can score against anyone. But as this week showed, anyone can score against anyone. Kuna yeah. gets a hat trick. Just on this as well, it's everything's on the table. I'm keeping an open mind. If mm. let's say I go Jota this week, yeah. then if I need to go Salah, that means no Darwin, and then that opens the door for Tony. Probably yeah. difficult to do all that financially, but um, it's uh, everything's on the table at the moment. There's no there's no yeah. set strategy. Um, you mentioned about possibly replacing a Stupanan, but you've sort of moved on from that. But I've done a table, and but the the central theme remains: you're looking for a defender. So I've got an attacking defenders last six matches table. And I've, I've got all age um, age ranges. I've got all age ranges. I've got all price points, I meant to say. Um, so, you know, right, Alexander-Arnold there. And we've got some cheaper ones as well, um, uh, including Bradley at Liverpool is in the list. Um, I've sorted this by minutes per expected goal involvement in their last six matches. So it's uh, their goal involvement on the minutes they're actually there. Um, uh, so... If, for example, Bradley hasn't played much no, um, over over his last six. You know, um, but nevertheless, um, I hopefully this will give you some ideas, might give me some ideas, and hopefully, more importantly, it'll give all those watching and listening some ideas as well. So I'll go th- I'll go through the list briefly, and then you can give me your thoughts. Um, Alexander Arnold, absolute top in terms of minutes per expected goal involvement every 182 minutes. He's created 22 chances, taken 17 corners um, across his last six matches he's played. Bradley, not too shabby either. Three shots inside the box, same as Alexander Arnold. Three assists and a goal, and he's created five chances. And his minutes per expected goal involvement is 185. He's basically Alexander Arnold light. I mean, just sticking with these two first. I mean. You, with Bradley, it, he probably doesn't fit your criteria of security of minutes. But I understand he missed this particular game because of a family bereavement. So with Robertson coming on, with Gomez in the picture, Alexander-Arnold getting 58 minutes last night, it's not inconceivable that Bradley gets significant minutes in the double game week, is it? Yeah, it's possible. Um, yeah, unfortunately, his father passed away uh, mm. last week. Um, so we, we obviously sent our thoughts to him and his family mm. at this time. It's difficult, especially for such a young man to to lose his dad so young. They, you know, you've got Gomez, you've got Robertson, you've got Trent, you've got Bradley. It's as good as Bradley has been. I find it hard to give one of three Liverpool spots to him. Just okay. when you have Trent, you mentioned Allison. Yeah. You know, Jota, Darwin, Salah. I think he's down the peck in order in, in terms of the top three mm-hmm. Liverpool picks to have for a double game week. Now, if someone is badly cash-strapped, 
and can't get to a trend or something, you, you could gamble. You could gamble on even one start. Um, but I just I just don't see it. I don't I don't I don't read him very highly as an FPL pick because of the other options available. So for me it's a no on on Bradley. <laughs> My dogs are barking quite ferociously. I'm just gonna open the door and let, let a dog out. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'll let them bark somewhere else in the house now. <laughs> so that's You're getting bored of that. You're um, getting bored of the double gaming chat. <laughs> um, next name on this, I've got uh, Trippier's here uh, in terms of minutes per expected goal involvement. And the reason I put him in here, I, I've, I've tried to focus mainly on double game week players for this list because I think that's where people will focus on. But Trippier's in there because he served a reminder, even, even conceding four goals, he walks away with nine points. And he's got Nottingham Forest and then Bournemouth, and then he plays um, in 26. He plays Arsenal, admittedly, but he plays. Then he's got Wolves, Chelsea, Crystal Palace, West Ham. Um, he He's the kind of player that he, I think he's only 25% owned in, in where I am in the ranking. So uh, amongst engaged managers, I think it's probably similar. Um, yeah, I mean, sometimes it, I mean, we get blinded by the double game weeks and Trippier's just sitting there. Racking up the points. <laughs> um, yeah, so what's getting him back, maybe? Trippier and Richardson in the same boat, you know, mm. scoring loads of points, but not many people are buying them for blank and double game week reasons. I was, when when Estupinen got the halftime substitution two game weeks back, mm. I was I was concerned straight away because I remember watching the highlights and there was one ball he gave away, mm. led to a goal yeah. and then hooked at halftime. So I knew there was a big risk with him. Yeah. And Trippier, Estupin and two Trippier definitely crossed my mind mm. last week. But again, I was always going to favour uh, rolling the extra transfer for mm. for Liverpool reasons and stuff like that. Obviously, hindsight, wish wish I did that. But mm. it's it's a funny one because I was I wasn't watching the Newcastle game, but I was uh, following it on the radio. And you're thinking assist straight away, right? Mm. This is going to be a big haul. It's going to be a clean sheet. It's going to be bonus points. Yeah. And then gradually the points start reducing down to about yeah. three with scores. all the goals conceded, and then he scores and. <laughs> To be honest, I let out a few swear words in the kitchen because <laughs> when's the last time he scored for a start? Yeah. And then when you're when you're close to buying a player, but he concedes four, you're thinking, right, glad I didn't buy him now. And then he sticks one in the back of the net. So yeah. it was a roller coaster lesson uh, on I think it was on BBC Five Live. So yeah, Trippier. Feel like maybe I missed the boat not doing it last week. Mm. That doesn't mean I, I couldn't go there this yeah. week, but priorities have probably shifted now towards Liverpool and Man City players. Uh, next name on this is Robertson. Probably same. Uh, rationale behind not going for Bradley. You've got Alexander Arnold already. You know you don't want to be locked out of getting Jota or Salah or Darwin. Uh, but Robertson, there. Just a tiny reminder, though, he is two million cheaper than Alexander Arnold. He has created fifteen chances in his last six matches he's played, and he's had thirteen corners. Uh, he's, you know, he's he's no Alexander Arnold, but he's close. Um, uh, but it just it's just a minute's risk at the moment that we can see. Um, so probably the same rationale there. But the next thing yeah, still, is, oh, sorry. still not up to full speed, Robertson, I don't think. So it just feels about an unnecessary risk when we've got other options to go for. Uh, next name of this is Walker, controversial in the FPL community recently. Um, he His minutes per expected goal involvement, very limited, 364 minutes um, there. But he has created three chances. He's the guy that you think is going to start most matches as long as he's not on the naughty step, which I don't think he is anymore. Um because a player of his seniority to be on the naughty step that long would be, he's not, he's not like a, a young early twenties, Phil Foden, who can be on the naughty step for a month. But um, 
uh, yeah, are you are you tempted by Walker, or, or or is there still doubt? Do you think? Um, I'm I'm assuming you. No one's been leaking to you, by the way. No, no, I'm not part of any <laughs> secret WhatsApp groups. I, I learned my lesson a long time ago um, about leaks. I got in a lot of trouble a couple of years ago, so I avoid all that stuff. Now, if, if I get something, I just ignore it. Much easier and less stressful that way. Much easier. Uh, Kyle Walker, like I said, I want to improve the Stupinen position by benching Stupinen. I just mm-hmm. makes sense to keep Stupinen because he has a game in 26, so I yeah. may as well keep him. Um, and it I don't think it'll impact me too much financially to sell Gusto instead. So I am very much looking at Manchester City as a first stop. Now, the issue is, yes, Walker, some of the off-field stuff, could that impact his minutes possibly? Um, The other issue is Manchester City seemingly always find a way to concede. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at Ake as well at 0.5 less, maybe even a Gavardiol. But the biggest issue is if I'm buying a Manchester City defender, they have to start every game that I need Mm -hmm. them for. It's really, really hard to, to nail that down. Um, Aki and Walker probably have the best chance of that, and I'll, I'll probably canvas some opinion from some other Manchester City um, in the nose or, or maybe try and infiltrate the, the old mm-hmm. WhatsApp group before yeah. before the game week to help me with uh, you know which one to go for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they, they just work because I'd like to have an extra defender in 26 as well. For example... If I go Doughty, mm-hmm. doesn't have a 26, so, yeah. you know, a player less. So, yeah, it's tricky. Uh, but I think it's going to be between Walker and Ake. And what it might come down to is finances. If it makes it easier to get, mm-hmm. you know, Jotas, Darwins, maybe Salas, then I'll probably go Ake, mm-hmm. save the money, hope there's a, you know, a goal. You know, centre-backs have a have a history of doing okay in double game weeks, John Stones and, and the like. So I'm leaning towards Ake just for budget reasons, and and maybe maybe a bit more attacking potential because Walker bombs up and down the wing, but I think it is only two assists this yeah. season. So yeah. Um, next name on the list is sort of in the same category as as Trippier. No double game week at the, at, at currently, um, but it's Mourinho uh, Mourinho at Villa. Um, and I sort of started compiling this table before his goal <laughs> as well. But I just thought he was, at the moment, a very good option for Villa. And Villa have such great fixtures. Manchester United, Fulham, they play in 26. Nottingham Forest, it's a great fixture, 26. Then the Luton in 27, Tottenham, West Ham, Wolves. These are good fixtures for potential clean sheets in some of them, but certainly attacking returns. Um, he has created seven chances. Um, he... I mean, in his minutes per baseline bonus, I've included minutes per baseline bonus as well. All of these are under 10 as well, which means they, which essentially means the the baseline bonus system. This is, um, it means that they can rack up the points for just the jobbing stuff they do, the passing, the tackling, that type of thing. So Moreno's in that sort of bracket that he could get bonus, especially if he gets a clean sheet as well. Um, uh, yeah, Moreno, he's one for the, let's ignore the double game. We can just get good defenders from good teams. Yeah, a bit like a bit like Trippier. Mm. Um playing very well at the moment in the absence of Luca Dean. The I think I, I think I recall him having a goal ruled out recently yeah. as well. So it could have been, you know, two goals in, in his last two or three games. Always liked him. I think we always, you know, Luca Dean was having a very good season, but we were always fearful of him coming Moreno coming back for competition. Yeah. And I still think I still feel the same way. When I look okay. at Moreno, I think right, Luca Dean will be back at some mm. point. If I'm buying Moreno, you know, I, I probably want him to definitely play in twenty six. Is Lugadine back by then? Mm. Is there some doubt? So I still favour maybe a Consa when it comes to Villa, okay. although he did go off before 60 minutes in the big win. But um, I don't think that was injury related. I didn't see anything okay. um, in relation to that. So I still slightly prefer Consa 
over Moreno, but maybe a more adventurous manager than myself would go Moreno over Conta. Uh, mm-hmm. And if he keeps his place, there's there's plenty of points, potential there yeah. at both ends of the pitch. Yeah, uh, 14-point haul in game week 23 uh, for him. Uh, next name is Reggion at Brentford. I've also got Pinnock in the list as well. Um, they play, they have a double game week, and it's a tough one. But nevertheless, we've seen defenders do well in double game weeks. Um, uh, they both got the potential of attacking returns, very limited, but could do. But they've also played 26 uh, and they play straight through. They're just a sort of set and forget, nice defender, cheap defender you can have there. Um, and I'd go for Brentford. Are you interested in a Brentford defender in any way? Um, no. <laughs> no interest whatsoever. Nope. Uh, I'm just laugh- I'm laughing here because every time I see Regulon on a table, he plays for a, a different team. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, certainly a journeyman yeah. over the last year or two. But no, it's just fixtures. Um, I like Ivan Tony. Mm-hmm. Um, for Brentford stubble, but yeah. apart from that, they they haven't been good defensively mm-hmm. in recent times, yeah. and yeah, just just fixtures. Okay, uh, next name is Al- my man Alfie Doughty. I've uh, I've benched him this week, so I missed out on two points because uh, his replacement got one point in the in the eleven. Um, but um, so it's not too bad. But that I count myself lucky because he's getting returns every week. I'm getting some of them. I'm benching some of them. Um, but Luton four point five. Um, you were saying every time you look at a Newcastle game you see who got the assist for Newcastle every time Luton get a goal who got the assist chances are it's Alfie Doughty four assists in his last six matches 32 corners um, and he's nailed on he created 10 chances four shots inside the box as well, and he has got a goal uh, over this period as well um, yeah can I sell Alfie Doughty to you <laughs> You've been trying to do it for weeks, and uh, <laughs> one day he's not, he's not there yet. It's 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 an it's a, it's an, an, annoying me because it feels like I'm going to get to the end of the season and be like, he was one of the most fun players in FPL this mm-hmm. season, and I never owned him um, for for various reasons, team dependent, fixtures, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, I've got a uh, my wife was born in Luton. My mm-hmm. my FPL selected team on the website this season is Luton, so I really <laughs> should have him mm. in my team. Uh, and he just look, he just looks so good, you know. Open yeah. play, corners, everything. He's 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 yeah. a focal point of their attack, and so much goes through him. But again, I'm not going to rule out going there instead mm. of a Manchester City defender if I mm-hmm. just can't settle on which one to go for. Yeah. He's probably next in line okay. if if I decide to keep the door open for De Bruyne, for example. Okay. So uh, he's just just behind the City guys for me. Yeah, and that's why I mean I put him on the list there, not just because I bizarrely obsessed with him but it's his cheap it's 4.5 so that does enable Salah Devin De Bruyne perhaps more realistically Devin De Bruyne um but yeah next name of this is Gavardio uh 4.8 as well cheap Ake is the one you're interested in um but worth knowing that Gavardio has got has had six shots inside the box the last six matches um and created three chances so not great stats but okay for a defender um, but yeah, Ake is the one for you if you go there. Yeah, it's 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 impossible to read what Pep does. Um, and like I said, I'll I'll talk to a few people who who watch him more closely in terms of his team selections to get their opinions on this. But Gavardio's got a lot of starts recently. But I'm always I always think there's always a chance that he drops out mm-hmm. for a game, uh, which has happened quite a few times. Um, Ake just feels like Pep's mm-hmm. almost his number one centre back. Yeah you know, in recent times. So he feels secure. That doesn't mean he'll definitely start both games in the double, but that's where I'm leaning just for hopefully security of starts and just saving a few pennies on Walker. Yeah. 
Um, I've got another table for you as well. This is this is much more focused on double game week players, to double game week twenty five players. That is, and it's just it's just forwards and midfielders. So you know we chatted about the defenders as well, and I've done it by the team. So I've got I've sort of got the the best three um, for for each. Um, it, it, unless they were just like really far behind um, in terms of their minutes, but expecting goal involvement, non-penalty. Um, so I've got Manchester City players, three players there, three Luton players, three Liverpool, and just two, just two Brentford really at the moment because Mbomo's not around. Um, so I'll go, I'll go through them. Um, a lot will be obviously this is going to be team dependent for those listening and watching. You know, you will know in your team what budget you've got to get players in but it's more you know looking to see what more mark might be um considering um de bruyne not in your team at the moment um in terms of minutes per expected goal involvement non-penalties last six matches he's only played a little bit so this is uh, the minutes he's played during that time but he has got a goal he got two assists already uh i think he's only played a match and a half a match and a bit uh, or perhaps 90 minutes in total, isn't it? Um, created five chances. He's got 20 FPL points over that period. 10.8 million. I, I still think that's quite cheap <laughs> for what he is. Um, can you see yourself getting him in for the double game week? That's a big decision that I need to I need to make the call this week mm. because I've already got Foden and Haaland. So if I commit to a, a Nathan Ake, for example, mm. I'm closing the door there. Um, yeah. Obviously, could go Foden to De Bruyne, but... Don't really see myself making that sideways move unless there was a, a Foden injury or something like that. Yeah. So I kind of I kind of made peace a couple of weeks ago that I may never own De Bruyne this season because mm-hmm. his, his price point is tricky. Uh, and if you want to get Salah back at some point, maybe Hyungman's son at some point as well, it's hard to have all of these players. And I'm just going to, I'm probably just going to bank on maybe his minutes being limited longer term, even if that means 70 okay. instead of 90. And I know 70 is all he needs and he, and he could really, really hurt me. Um, but there's quite a few players that could hurt, you know, and I just think with Man City picks, Liverpool picks, you can just commit to three and, and just hope for the best. Yeah. It's, it's probably easier to commit to three Liverpool because maybe they're more obvious. Yeah. Whereas City, there's there's quite a spread because I sold Alvarez and, and he could still perform very, very well over the next couple of weeks. I don't have De Bruyne mm-hmm. uh, and even Bernardo Silva has been performing well this season as well. So it's 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 not straightforward, but team dependent. I think if who's more likely to come into my team soon, De Bruyne or Salah? It's probably Salah. And I'm never going to be able to afford both with yeah. my current setup. So for, for that reason, I'm leaning towards a silly defender instead. I have included Alvarez as well. And um those uh watching, I've I've highlighted in blue the uh, top player in terms of minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty for each of those teams I've selected here, uh, which is why Haaland is top. There's probably not much need to dwell on him because we know what he's about. <laughs> he's gone up in price overnight. I think he's 14.2 now um, somehow. <laughs> uh, he's had three goals in his last six matches he's played um, and three assists um, and created five chances as well. Minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty every 99 minutes. Um, so that's getting towards um, a goal involvement and match. So we all know about him. That's probably why he's in your squad now. Um, he's just simply the uh, one of the best assets in the game at the moment. Yeah, 
And as long as he as long as he comes through these next um these two games, he's probably triple captain material twenty five mm. as well. I think that's I think yeah. that's very likely for me. Yeah, yeah, same same here. I'm thinking that. Um, Alvarez though, uh, minutes per expected goal ball, ball, goal involvement non penalty every 107 minutes, so pretty good still. Uh, four goals from his six starts and an assist as well. You've got Alvarez. You've got no. You've moved. You've got Alvarez and Haaland. Went went from Alvarez to Haaland for right, for, for this game. Because I, I have seen other teams consider getting both, um, in a sort of hedging your bets way. But Alvarez could play have significant minutes somewhere. Um, was that ever a consideration to have both, or was it always it's got to be Haaland or Alvarez? It was, it was on the table for sure because I've had Alvarez for a long time. Big fan. Yes, he was frustrating for large parts, but then he got me the mm. he got me the brace as yeah. a captain. So it was really hard to let him go then. Uh, but it was kind of a case of if I kept him and got mm. Haaland, I probably would have sold Watkins. So I would have straight away been 18 points down yeah. on, on Watkins. But again, it was a Kevin De Bruyne factor because if I went Haaland, Alvarez, Foden, I was closing the door very early right. on De Bruyne, which right. I didn't want to do. So um, that that's why... I reluctantly sold Alvarez mm. after the after the brace, and I'm, I'm just hoping that 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 pays off longer term. Okay. Um, next team is Luton. Um, in the double game week, they got Manchester United at home. Uh, that's a good fixture at home, um, and they've Liverpool away. But that could be a weakened Liverpool ahead of that cup final. There's rumoured that they could have in 28 a double game week of Bournemouth and Crystal Palace. Um, so Luton very much on the uh, agenda. The top one in terms of minutes per expected goal involvement, non penalties, no surprise. Adebayo, um, six starts, five goals, not bad. Four point eight million. I mean, he's the one. Uh, someone who got him in uh, in their FPL team would have won the lottery a little while ago because he has just been absolutely magnificent in his last six matches. No assists, so he's just the goals guy. Um, next up is Ogbeni. 145 minutes uh, minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty. Um, he has got a goal and he's got an assist and he's 4.9. And then Barkley as well with 36 points, FPL points, six starts, couple of goals, three assists. He's your all-round guy uh, for 4.9 uh, million. Um, there's a lot of options there and we've already mentioned Alfie Doughty as well. Um, the options are racking up and their cut price. Um, I mean, th- these look absolutely ideal if you need an enabler. Yeah, and that's that's the key word I think enabler. Um, if if Luton didn't have the blank in twenty six, I'd be I'd be all over it because mm. they're performing very well and they're you know they're scoring scoring plenty of goals. Someone like an Adebayo at yeah. four point eight, if that means you know for example, I'm not s- suggesting people should sell Watkins, but as an example, you go Watkins to Adebayo, mm. there's three or four million straight away. That's your De Bruyne, your Salah, your son, yeah. or whoever, or maybe Trent if you really want them for for the double. So, if you're in a scenario where an Adebayo or a Barkley works structure wise for your team to enable something else, and you can still get through twenty six okay, or maybe you want a free hit in twenty six, mm. then these Luton guys are are absolutely absolutely fine to go for. Yeah. Uh, next up, Liverpool. I mean, these are obviously familiar names. Uh, Darwin Nunes is top for minutes per expected goal involvement, non-penalty. Uh, I think he got. I think he had eleven shots and without a goal um, in uh, not this last game. His last game, but one um, was for, for last start in the Premier League. That is um, twenty-eight points, uh, PL points, last six matches, three goals, a couple of assists. I mean, he, I, mean the, I mean, it's a glass half full kind of scenario with him. In that, um, you you either 
get frustrated with all the missed shots or you think there's so many shots that some are going to go in <laughs> and that's that's the situation I have with Darwin Nunes owned him for two or three weeks hated it I'm not sure I'll go back there but I can't ignore the fact he's getting points um, and he is the best paper, uh, on paper Salah 105 minutes per uh, minutes per expected goal involvement non-penalty we know all about him and Diego Jota um, 173 minutes so he's a bit far behind but he's more clinical really and he has got 49 points he's got the most out of any of these Liverpool these three Liverpool attacking assets there I haven't put Gakpo in or Diaz uh, they're far behind as well but yeah five goals from Diego Jota and three assists in his last six matches I mean that's that's huge um yeah, what does this what does this tell you? I mean, you'd like them all, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that you said you were on Darwin for a while, frustrating, and you might not go back there because as someone who's never owned him, I don't know, definitely not this season, maybe maybe never before. Mm. I watched the eleven shot game, you know, <laughs> hits the woodwork four times, and I know the owners are pulling their hair out, but I'm thinking. I need this guy soon, yeah. or I want this guy soon, <laughs> especially when he's got a double game week. So I'm definitely glass half full, mm. uh, probably three quarters full, but it's much easier when <laughs> yeah. you've never owned him before. Yeah. Because again, that makes me think of a Richarlison because I've had Richarlison many times in previous mm. seasons and it's been very frustrating. And that's definitely played a small part of me not buying him mm. a couple of weeks ago. I went Foden instead. Yeah. And obviously the fixtures played a part there as well, but... I definitely regret not getting Richardson at that yeah. time with, with a bit of hindsight as well. But Darwin, Darwin and Jota, very high on my list. And if I get both, which is very likely, it means no Salah. Yeah. But I also feel like if you've got Trent, Jota and Darwin in a Liverpool team, you can probably survive without Salah. Mm. You know, if if as long as those two other attackers perform well and Saka doesn't absolutely destroy teams, it could shake out quite quite evenly. So I, I feel like if I've got Jota and Darwin and they get enough minutes, even if Salah's fit, I will be confident that I can match Salah owners or or even outscore them. So I'm not going to lose any sleep about no Salah, um, not until the double at least. Yeah, I mean, that's that's my thinking with um, um, Salah as well. I, I mean, if, if he's back, there's lots of ifs and buts with these players, but I, I think it just shows this the level of points, particularly with Jota and Salah in terms of how many points they're getting their last six matches. So Salah, the last six matches, he's played 45 uh, points, Jota 49 points. I mean, Jota looks looks the one to get really there, even though Nunes is, is the XG guy, um, but he's also the woodwork guy. Um, two players at to- uh, to- uh, at Brentford, I almost said just just call them Tony. Uh, two players at Tonyford. Um, so Brent, I, I put Tony in, but I've also put Neil Mopay in. <laughs> just cheeky. Uh, so an X X. Uh, right, yeah, it's exactly. Um, he's uh, absolutely wonderful at that type of thing. Um, with Madison uh, taking the taking the Mickey out of Madison's uh, goal celebration, and then when Madison comes back at him, he then takes the the Mickey out of Madison's uh, relegation record, uh, which is worse than his. Uh, Neil Mopay, um I don't think anyone's going to go there, but I'll just I'll just have some kind of smug points in two weeks' time when he gets all the he's the highest scorer in the double game week, uh, four point nine million. Um, playing well at the moment with Tony, uh, four starts, two goals and an assist. Uh, but it's Tony's the one, isn't it? Eight point one million um, minutes per expected goal involvement, non penalty every one hundred and thirteen minutes. That's very good. That's getting towards the sort of Liverpool. Man City type standard for you know even though it's a sort of a lesser team 
Um, 18 FPL points um, since he's been back. Two goals and an assist. Um, yeah, I, I look at Tony and I think I want this guy in my team. Yeah, Tony's just very, very good. That's the mm. short yeah. answer. Um, <laughs> ideally, I would like to get there as well. Yeah. But I feel like I'm going to probably prioritize Darwin um, yeah. over him. And Tony, fixture-wise, it could be better. But he also, on the plus side, he has that guaranteed fixture in 29. But yeah. again, when I was looking through my very early scribbles today, very good chance I free hit in 29 anyway. So I feel like I don't need to get Tony necessarily for that reason. Yeah. So the only reason, the only way I'll end up there, I think, is if I get Salah and Jota or mm-hmm. just Salah and no Jota because yeah. it's Darwin or Tony, I think, in my front line. Yeah. Um, and again, on Neil Mopai, if we're talking about Adebayo at 4.8, if you're not definitely not going to get Tony, mm-hmm. just, just throw Mopai in as a yeah. very similar asset at 4.9. If it enables something else, then yeah. a double game week's a double game week, two bites of the cherry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mopai, career-wise, has been a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's finding a bit of form again, you know, back yeah. at Brentford. So... Don't rule them out, but but get Tony if you can, and and, and only get Mopai if it's yeah. enabling something else. Yeah, uh, and I think this week shows with all the goal scorers just how much choice we have. Um, let's move on to your bus team. Um, so we are recording this um, ahead of the Man City game tonight. Um, so this is your current thinking for uh, twenty four. Do you want to go through your team and the sort of decisions that you're you're facing? Yeah, I'll just read through it, first of all, for the audio. David Raya, Pedro Poro, Trent and Istupanen, Foden, Jared Bowen, Saka, Palmer, Haaland with the armband, Watkins and Solanke. And Garnacho probably first sub again, even mm. though what he just did <laughs> yeah. to myself and Joe. Um, two free transfers. I think, I can't remember, there's about 2 million in the bank, maybe 1.8 because mm. I splashed it on Haaland last game week. If I take the very simple approach here, which most people watching or listening will tell me to do, Bowen to Jota, and I think most people will be fairly keen on my idea of Gusto to a city defender Mm. and then start that defender and bench a Stupinen away to Tottenham. And then a Stupinen is in place for when I need him um, in the blank. So to me, that sounds pretty good. And then, you know, you look one, one week ahead, it's probably Solanke to Darwin. And even 26 very early thoughts. But after the double game is over, Jota could go to someone like a Neto at Wolves, who mm. I think has Sheffield United in 26, possibly. Uh, yes. A good fixture and just having a very good season. So Yeah, I mean, Wolves have got a lot of good home games. They've got Brentford coming up already uh, in 24. Um, and then Tottenham. And the Wolves have got Sheffield United, as you said, in 26. Newcastle away. But then they've got Fulham at home, Bournemouth at home after that. So, yeah, Neto... I mean, even in the, the on-paper tougher fixtures, he, he's getting good returns. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, he, he, he's like, I, I hope I have Neto in my team at some point. Because yeah, it's the same I, as Doughty. Yeah. Uh, One-on-one both players at some point. Yeah, yeah I mean, Neto, uh, when we did, uh, myself and Tom do the goals imminent video, pretty much early on there, we were on Neto because the underlying stats were huge and he kept getting those assists. Um, and so, you know, he's, he's a bit of a poster boy for our video there. So I, I, I really would like to get him into the team um, because, yeah, I mean, absolutely huge assist. It, exactly like Trippier with Newcastle. If you if you see Wolves have got a goal, who got the assist? It's going to be Neto. Yeah, I had a look. I think he's on two goals, 10 assists. But 
Amazing. To me, thinking back on the season, he could easily have five or six goals. I know he's injured for a large yeah. chunk, but he, he gets plenty of chances as, as well. He, yeah. Not that he gets them, he creates them for himself. He's, okay. he's just such a good player. Yeah. Um, and yeah, one of those where I hope at some point soon I will own him. So I'm kind of earmarking him as an early possible transfer. Give me 26. Okay. And just uh, just finally with your team, uh, you've got the captaincy on Haaland. Um, it is, well, okay, the, the pros and cons there. Pros, it's Haaland. <laughs> and pros, it's against Everton and it's at home. But the cons are, it's the early kickoff. So you've got the psychological challenge of that. Uh, and the other one is, is Liverpool's game against Burnley an actual better fixture uh, for the captaincy if you get, if you get a, a Liverpool attacker? Yeah, good point. I hadn't really thought about that because mm. there's no Liverpool attacker in my team yet. So let's say Jota goes in there for Bowen, then Jota's going to be in the conversation for the armband. But mm. if Haaland starts on the Monday night, that were the day of recording, and he comes through that fine fitness-wise, I do not see myself going anywhere else than Haaland for Everton. The other pro of it being the first kickoff, more chance of team news before deadline. So yeah. if it comes through that he's going to start, very easy captain. Definitely. Um, yeah, um, I mean, both you and I have got uh, challenges and, and so is everyone at the moment. We've got we've got uh, we're, we're looking at other people getting hat tricks into their teams and it's eroding our rank each week. Um, but at the same time, you know, we can live in hope. We've got all good players. I mean, I look at this team for 24 and I just think, wow, that's going to screen points. But, you know, I thought that about my team this week. <laughs> so uh, best laid plans and all that. Um, I hope uh i'll certainly be joining you with um in garnacho's points on the bench next week uh really enjoying that prospect again um but um yeah before we go anything else you wanted to add uh for as we go into game week 24 no i just think it's important to remember if you're watching this video or listening early in the week we have the fa cup replay uh villa chelsea yeah. this wednesday so that will have an impact on 29 so if you can this stage of the season be as patient as possible with your transfers. I, I'm going to keep a close eye on, on things uh, price-wise because those plans I made of Jota, Darwin, City Defender, I've only got maybe 0.1 or 0.2, so I need mm. to be careful. And I might be forced into an early Bowen Jota move, for example. So I'm going to keep a close eye on that Monday night and Tuesday night uh, to see if I need to move early. I don't like moving early, but but sometimes you need to, to keep a to keep a plan in place. Indeed, indeed. Um, excellent. Well, good luck with your game week. Good luck, everyone watching and listening. Do remember to press that like button and do remember to subscribe as well so you can keep update with our latest video, videos and podcasts. And do check out fantasyfootballscout.co.uk for all the latest members' offers as well. Um, take care. Good luck with the game week. Mark, see you soon. Here's all.